Hey guys and welcome to Quality Shot and as you can see I'm joined by Usher from Cricket Rust 2.0 and we're going to go over the squads for the Australia Tour of Pakistan in March which I think both of us are very excited for. It's going to be the first time in over 20 years I think they're touring Pakistan as well so uh, definitely a long time coming and pff, there's some pretty damn strong squads from both teams. Australia have not held back uh, which is really good because we there were some worries that some players might not play because of security concerns and they might not field a particularly strong side. It is a very strong side. We'll go over that in a second uh, after going from the Pakistan one. But before we get into it, please do remember to like and subscribe to Quality Shot and Cricket Rust 2.0. Ashid, how are you doing? I'm good. And you said over 20 years, 1998 was the last mm -hmm. time Australia toured Pakistan. I was six years old when they toured Pakistan. I remember that series, Ijaz Ahmed, Saeed Anwar, Wasim Akram, Shoaib Akhtar, Shahid Afridi. Those players, apart from Shahid Afridi, don't, haven't played cricket in like years, okay? Australia, Steve Waugh, Michael Bevin, Mark Taylor, yeah. right? Mark Waugh, Glenn McGrath. There's such disparity. But this time, I feel the, the team that Australia is kind of bringing in seems to be their best team in the past 10 years, in my opinion. And I think it's really mm. good to see because they've got a fantastic bowling attack They've got a really good top three, top four. And they're five and six who I keep bashing were one of the best batsmen in the Ashes. So, you know, th this is going to be really exciting and uh, very happy to see a test series, a T20, uh, uh, an ODI series, and then a one-off T20. As you said, <clears throat> not too long ago, a full series rather than what England was trying to yeah. do early last year. Yeah, which was a couple of T20s, wasn't it? I think um, yeah. that's it. After, after we did a whole tour of England, so... They, I think they are, I might be wrong, I think they are coming this year, but or it's planned, yeah, or it's next year, end of the year, yeah, so. Uh, but yes, yeah, it's a proper tour. It's not just a test match series. It's, as you said, a test match series, some ODIs in there, and also then that singular T20, which I think is a bit weird because it's T20 World Cup year, but still, IPL. either way. IPL. IPL. Oh, yeah, of course. But good news is, is that the Australian players are not going to be allowed to leave the series early. Yeah. Uh, for the IPL, so they will miss part of the IPL. Obviously, that's not good for people watching the IPL, but for international cricket fans, it's good because it just means that the Australians will be there in full strength for the whole tour. Uh, we don't have the specific white ball squads yet. I think they'll be announced later. But we've got the white balls. Uh, sorry, the red ball squads so for the Test match squads. Which let's let's be honest, that's what everyone wants to see. Yeah. Uh, so let's get up the uh, Pakistan side first, which is I think the most interesting one because Australia only one addition, I think, to their squad since the Ashes squad. Um, Ashjid, <laughs> there's some very interesting uh, inclusions and exclusions, I would say. So uh, just on the top of my head from looking at the... I mean, let's go through it for those of, who are listening to it on uh, Spotify or Anchor or Google Podcasts, etc., listening to the audio version. So Barbara Azam's captain, Mohamed Rizwan, Abdullah Shafiq, Azhar Ali, Fahim Ashraf, uh, Fawad Alam, Haris Rolf, Hassan Ali, Imam Al-Haq, Interestingly, Mohammed Nawaz, uh, Noman Ali, Sajid Khan, Saul Shakil, uh, Shaheen Afridi, Shah Masood, and Zahid Mahmood. Reserves, so people that obviously can come in for injury or whatever else. Kamran Gulam, uh, Mohammed Abbas, Naseem Shah, Safraz Ahmed, and of course, Yasir Shah. So apart from maybe, I guess, Kamran Gulam, most people will know the other four players anyway because they played for Pakistan before on multiple occasions. Let's start off with the openers, <clears throat> because this has been a cause of concern for quite some time, 
who chopped and changed it around a lot. So no Abdali and Imran, but they've been excluded. So let's start with that first. Ashtra, what do you think about that? Imran, but best decision they've made in this entire squad, dropping him, right? Uh, yes, he's, he's he's an okay player, but definitely huge weaknesses in his batting side uh, in terms of outside off stump, down leg side, even straight straight balls. He's not he's not the greatest player. Abid Ali, unfortunately, he's out because of uh, still re- uh, because he's still recovering uh, from that operation and all that stuff that he had. So hope he gets a speedy recovery. So both of them sidelined in a way. But it was good to see Abdullah Shafiq. He performed well in Bangladesh and kind of keeping his his spot, in my opinion. And then your favorite, the glasses man, the Inzi 2.0, as people call him, Imam al-Haq, right? Imam al-Haq in the squad. I think he was already in the squad in Bangladesh as well. So that's why they've just carried him. And the guy that I'm excited about, not just because of the PSL, but because of the Kadiazm Trophy, scored over 500 runs at an average of like 70-odd. Sean Masood is back in business and it's in Pakistan. And if correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think he's played that many test matches in actually in Pakistan. So this is no. good to see. Yeah, UAE, this is great. Yeah. yeah, there we go. So it's great to see him doing well domestically and hopefully bringing that form into uh, the test arena against a very, very formidable Australian unit. So yeah, the openers, I'm actually happy with it. Can you imagine? I'm happy <laughs> with the Pakistani openers. It's yeah. great. It's great. Yeah, Marmal Huck's an interesting one because I feel... Like his the way that he plays is almost suited to Test cricket. Uh, yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of criticism around him, his scoring rate, which I think is okay given that Fakhar Zaman bats with him in the ODIs. But um, obviously, a lot of people talking about that and the way that he bats and he's quite solid in defence. You'd imagine uh, that his defensive setup should make him ideal for the Test arena, but hasn't quite worked out that way uh, so far. He hasn't had a, a huge amount of opportunities, but when he has. Uh, hasn't quite performed to the top level. Shamasu, we know, scored bulk runs at the UAE, but away from home struggled. And uh, Abdullah Shafiq as well, young talent coming through. So they've got options there. Interesting to see who they go with. We will. I will ask you your kind of predicted 11 or your 11 uh, at the okay. end. Um, so uh, because I know that you're going to want to uh, jump in there. In terms of the others then, so I guess interesting inclusions. There's not... Too many. I mean, obviously, they've gone uh, Naman Ali and Sajid Khan as the two spinners, and Mohammed Nawaz in there as a kind of spinning all rounder as well. Uh, Zaid Mahmoud's in there as well, so they've gone for really three spinners there in mm-hmm. Sajid Khan off spin and Naman Ali left arm spin. Zaid Mahmoud, the leg spin, I know you're a big fan of his. Uh, they ha- they've excluded Yasir Shah. Are you happy with that? With those three spinners in there and Mohammed Nawaz as well? I mean, is he really going to get a game though as well? Nawaz might get the third test if if Sajid Khan and or if Numan Ali doesn't do well in two games, Nawaz gets the third one. I, I have yeah. a feeling that's the reason why he's been added in as a potential replacement. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Yasser Shah, but I would, mm. and I'm a huge fan of Zahid Mahmood. But over the last year, I would have gone with someone like Yasser Shah just on the basis of the fact that he's coming back from injury. He's been practicing and training quite a bit. Over the past mm. couple of months, there's like loads of things online that he's been training, he's improving, uh, he's played a couple of lower level games as well. So he's definitely in decent match uh, match shape. So I would have liked Yasir Shah in there, but Zahid Mahmood, he's not getting a game. He's only getting a game yeah. if it's completely spin-friendly conditions. Then they're playing Numan, Sajid and Zahid. Okay, There's instances where I don't see Pakistan even playing two spinners. Right? Maybe they go with one from Numan or Sajid Khan because of 
the fact that you know there are certain bouncier tracks, maybe and maybe pace is more conducive over there. And they do get that option of Awad Alam giving you a couple of overs. And if Azhar Ali plays, Azhar Ali gives you a couple of overs as well uh, of part-time spin. So yeah, it's uh, it's good to see, and I'm quite happy with the spin. Like I'm uh, like Don't I forget about I, Bob Rosam as well. Bob Rosam well, will spin. <laughs> thing is. He got a wicket, so <laughs> yeah. what can we do? What can we do? But what, what, what I just want to add to that is I'm actually quite content with the squad. Hmm. Not uh, not the main, like the entire squad squad, including the reserves. I'm quite happy with it. So yeah. I'm trying to pick holes into it. The only one, we're going to get to it, but the only one is like slap bang in the middle. But we'll talk about that shortly. Anyway. So Horace roll for you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, we, we can talk about him now. I mean, I think Horace Rolfe, uh, we've rightly, you know, been called out uh, about Horace Rolf in the past because both of us have said that, you know, and I've said it on multiple videos, we're not the biggest fans of Horace Rolf. Well, we weren't anyway. We didn't think mm-hmm. he was good enough for just international cricket full stop. Yeah. In the T20 and ODI formats, he's, he's definitely done well enough to warrant a place in the team, no doubt. Mm-hmm. He'll be on that plane to Australia for the T20 World Cup, and rightly so, unless he has a massive dip in form. Yeah. Uh, in the in T20s uh, for the rest of the year, yeah, and we need him to be fair because he's got that. He, he look, I think he's bowled the five quickest deliveries in the PSL so far. I mean, he's gone for some yeah. runs, but yeah, he yeah. has that ability, right? Um, and we know he's got wicket taking ability as well. But in Test match cricket, so he's only played four Red Bull games, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. ever. And that's and, and so that's how over the how past can year. you pick him? Yeah. How can he pick him in this in the squad? And if he gets a, can you imagine if he gets a game over some of these guys who you know have been toiling away? I mean, they must just be thinking, what? Like, okay, well then, what we need to do is try focus on the white ball stuff, and then we'll get picked. I mean, apart from him, as you said, I think the squad looks okay. It looks fine. Like, there's nothing particularly wrong with it. Um, but yeah, let's touch on Harris Roll. What's your thoughts on on him being included? So, right. I know why Harris Rowe's been included because they feel like Nasim Shah is quite young. He's still not 100% fit to bowl in the red ball. Who do we have? Mohammed Asnan, his actions messed up. Who else do we have? We have Harris Rofe, who's played four first-class games. Yes, he's taken 16 wickets. Yes, he has a strike rate of like 40, decent average, slightly high economy, like 3.5, 3.6. But he's done well domestically, but it's only four games. But Nasim Shah debuted by only playing like two, two uh, first-class games. Uh, Shaheen Afridi had played less than 10 first-class games. So a lot of the Pakistani bowlers, they, they always, uh, uh, they're always picked on the basis, oh, they look great. They've done well here. They've done well here. It doesn't matter if they haven't played too much first-class cricket. Let's bring them in. I just don't want Harris Rove to get into a situation where... No offense, Jofra Archer is brilliant, right? Jofra Archer is a beast, but he's gotten injured quite a lot because he hasn't played that much red ball cricket before coming into the England setup, right? He played red ball cricket. I'm not saying he didn't, but he was a specialist in the T20 setup in the white ball scene. And Harris Rove has become a specialist in the white ball scene, trying to thrust him in here without enough uh, experience in red ball. I just don't feel comfortable. I think he'll potentially get a game in uh, Rahul Bindi potentially. Otherwise, I, I, I think Pakistan just wanted one guy who bowled 150 or can bowl 150 on a regular because Australia has three of them. So for that reason, they wanted to kind of bring someone in uh, who had that pace factor. Yeah, I agree. I'm just actually looking at the squad as well. 
And something that sticks out to me is the fact that we're going to... I mean, Shiner 3D and Hassan Ali will play every match. I think we can probably say. Fahim Ashraf will probably play every match. Most games, yeah. I think he'll play two or three. Yeah, I mean, at least... But then we've only got two quicks yeah. if we don't play Horace Rolf. That's a, that's a nightmare. That means he will get a game. No doubt. What... And, and, and also, why have we not picked another seamer in there? Because one of them gets injured and not, apart from the, the reserves... Stuff, They've got yeah, reserves, but... Mohamed Abbas, who is uh, medium slow uh, nowadays. But, but, but I don't, I don't understand the, I, I don't understand why one of them from the reserves is not in the main squad because it's a bit weird. Like you, that to me then indicates that Horace Rolf will definitely get a game because to play with two seamers and Fahim Ashraf as a third seamer and then two spinners, as you said, it depends on the pitch. Right, the pitch is going to be a bouncier track. It's going to be more conducive to this. The pace bowlers, then yeah, you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't go with just uh, Shaina, Freedy, Hassan Ali, and then Fimash. If you need a four seamer, so Horace Rolf will get a game, but it's weird that they've just said, you this. okay, they put all the eggs in one basket, really. Yeah, yeah. and we'll look and at Australia the squad, but that's completely different, very yeah. different. The, we'll go to in, in, ter- in terms of Pakistan, right? One thing I've noticed is that there's no Wasim Jr., there's no Shahnawaz Dhani in the reserves, ideally, and again. Mohamed Abbas not been in the best of bowling uh, form, all that stuff, right? But I would have put Mohamed Abbas in the squad. Uh, I would have said in the reserves, yeah. you have Naseem, Shahnawaz Dahani, and Mohamed Asim Jr. as three potential, uh, or yeah. if not Mohamed Asim Jr., at least you have uh, Shahnawaz Dahani and Naseem Shah, kind of young guys who could yeah. potentially uh, replace someone like Haris Rof or and anyone who gets injured. But yeah, that, that's a definite issue that you can see. And that's the reason why when I look at Haris Rof, I'm like, I think he might get one game. I don't see him playing any more than that. Even with uh, uh, Hassan Ali, Shahin Afridi, Fahim Ashraf, it's highly unlikely that Pakistan will go with all four in 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 Pindi. I think if they do, that'll be very interesting because just mm. one spinner. Even though I was talking about, yeah, Pakistan will probably go with that kind of setup. It's yeah. just over through the days after day two, uh, after day three, it's still gonna be a bit more conducive to spin. Uh, Hassan Ali, Shahin Afridi, I completely understand where you're coming from. They're going to play every game. They have to play every game. It's, yeah. they, they, are, they are that good. But it's it's an interesting option that Pakistan have gone with because yeah. their feeling is probably, yeah, we're not going to, no one's going to get injured, hopefully. No one's going to get mm. injured. We can play the same squad. And if we look at Australia, we will talk about Australia, but if we look at Australia, they're go- they're going to, they have what, like four pace bowlers that they can interchange, right? They're going to play two or three, and then they're going to uh, kind of change it around. Boland comes in, X, Y, Z. So yep. pa- Pakistan probably just looked at that and thought, okay, let's go with four paces, like including Fahim Ashraf in our main block, then four spinners and the rest batsmen. That's what it looks like. To but me. whereas they've gone with five, mm. excluding Cam Green. So oh, six, including six. Cam Green. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's the difference, right? But anyway, well, we'll go into that in a second. But yeah, I mean, I- I'm worried about Shaina Freedy getting bowled into the ground. But Dude, <laughs> he's going to get... He I loves bowling in, into the ground. Like, anyone asks him, he's like, no, no, I want to keep bowling. I want to keep yeah, bowling. But, uh, Relax, dude. You're 21, 22 years old. Yeah, but he Rest just loves up. the game. Which I get... Yeah, but actually, it's not, it's not up to him, right? He's young. He's exuberant. <laughs> he wants to bowl. He wants to play, right? At that age, we were all like that. Well, I was like that, anyway. I want to play, do everything I can. Right, you know, flipping just play sport all day, every day. But um, it shouldn't be him. It should be the coaches telling him, right? That and the fitness coach telling him, look, you need to take it easy. 
to give him a break. Uh, so we'll see. Hopefully they do. Uh, they've, they've been a bit better with him recently. So yeah. yeah. I just want to mention something. You mentioned coaches. Saklan Mushtaq, Mohamed Yusuf, yep. and Sean Tate as yep. the uh, coaching uh, setup. Yeah. So it's good to see. Yeah. Uh, let's Saklan Mushtaq, head, head coach, isn't he? Yeah, head coach. Uh, as you said, Mohamed Yusuf is a batting coach, batting. and Sean Tate, the bowling coach. So interestingly, <clears throat> obviously, no Matthew Hayden like people wanted, but yeah. um, Saklan Mushtaq was in that coaching setup. So. That's a good. That's a positive, I guess. I, I'm not. I know it's not a long-term contract, though. I know it's one year. Sean, I think, isn't it? Yeah. All of them are Sean Tate's. No, Sean Tate is a bit longer. Oh, is he? Okay. Like, yeah, Sean Tate's the only one that's a bit longer, but it's good. An Australian bowling coach against the Aussies. It'll be. It'll be fun to see, and uh, yeah. very excited about that inclusion. But yeah, for me again, I like Harris Rofe now. Everyone knows <clears> I like him <throat> now, but yeah. I just don't think uh, he's he's a red ball material as of this moment. Even though, yes, he's played four games and bowled really well in those, I just don't want him to be thrusted in there as a potential seamer. Yeah, I agree. I think the issue as well is that we don't really have a lot to choose from in terms of established bowlers to come in. I mean, I think Mohamed yeah. Abbas obviously can come in. He's the only established one. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the only issue with him is that, as you said, he definitely dropped the out of pace. But I guess he's a he's a good contrast Hassan Ali and Shine Afridi anyway but anyways uh, let's, let's then go on to your 11 if you had to pick an 11 we won't do predicted 11 because there's a lot of time left but yeah, for yeah. your 11 if you were to pick a team who would you pick I'd pick uh, Shan Masood Abdullah Shafiq uh, Saud Shaquille Babar Azam Fawad Alam Mohamed Rizwan Fahim Ashraf I'm not putting Nawaz in even though you think I'm going to put Nawaz in uh, <laughs> Numan Ali uh, Hassan Ali uh, Shaheen Shah Afridi and then I'm going to go with uh, Sajid Khan. So no Azhar Ali. No nope. Imam Al-Haq. Nope. Nope. Oh, Ali, that is a big call. I'm taking Azhar Ali out, man. I'm, I'm, I've been wanting him out for about five, oh six God. months. So I think he'll... he'll <laughs> right, this is my 11. He'll get at least a game. Mm. Uh, South Shaquille. I think South Shaquille will get at least a game. Mm. And it'll probably be at number three. It's not going to be at five or six because we've got four, five, six kind of established in there. And Rizwan mm. doesn't want to bat three. Babur doesn't want to bat three. Fawad Alam doesn't want to bat three. So Saul Shaquille comes in. He's going to come in at, for that number three spot. Mm. No, four, five, six is nailed on, I think. Yeah. For, for a while, uh, mm. for sure. Yeah, for me, I'll quickly go. I'm going to go Sharma Sood and Imam al uh, probably predictably. And uh, at three, Azrali, Bob Razum. Uh, Mohammed is one, Fawad Alam, so that's my six. And then from seven downwards, Fee Depends Mashraf. on the pitch. Depends on yeah, the pitch. I mean, Fee yeah. Mashraf, and then at eight, uh, then you kind of go, you know what, I kind of, I know you didn't pick him and he's your favourite, but I might go with Mohammed Awad. I think it's interesting at eight. Uh, then at nine, Hassan Ali, ten, Shaheen Afridi, and then at 11, uh, I'll go Naman. Well, well, Naman Ali should be really higher, so I'll put him at. But anyway, so you know what I mean. No one left arm. So basically, you got three yeah. left arm off break. But you basically got Bangladesh, right? Correct. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I really want to pick Zaid Mahmoud because I like I love leg spin, but I I don't. He's expensive, man. Like I haven't seen enough of him as well. That's the thing as well. Okay. Um, and I think he's a bit of a wild card, so I'm not sure whether. I'm Where's Shadab Khan? Like I again. We've been yeah, talking about this for ages, but he doesn't play enough first-class cricket to be able to warrant a place in the, in the test yeah. squad. If he did, he'd definitely walk in, especially because... He'd give us great balance as well in there. Yeah. He would. Yeah. Uh, even if he was an option instead of Fahim Ashraf, 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. So, um, but yeah, I'm sure longer term, I mean, he's got to. I just hopefully, um, with how the world's going, I don't know how much first class cricket he's going to play, but hopefully he manages to play some. So he's played a couple of test matches, but just not enough. Uh, Right, okay. That's enough about Pakistan. Let's go on to, uh, let's go on to the main people. Well, not remain, well, the touring side, which is Australia. Um, They've got, I mean, we're going to go into it in a second. They've got some incredible players, of course, as always. And the yeah. biggest thing, I think, for me is that there's only been one inclusion from that uh, winning side, that winning Ashes side, which is Ashton Agar's come in. Uh, so for those of you listening to the audio, it's Pat Cummins as captain. Ashton Agar, which, as I said, is the only inclusion uh, from that Ashes squad. Scott Boland, Alex Carey, Cameron Green, Marcus Harris, Josh, ha- Josh Hazelwood. Travis Head, Josh Inglis, uh, Osman Kawaja, Manus Lavashane, Nathan Lyon, Mitch Marsh, Michael Nisa, Steve Smith, Mitchell Stark, Mitchell Swepson, and David Warner. So no Jai Richardson because I think he's been asked to be rested. So that's why he's not in there. Uh, but Scott Bolland, obviously, you can see is a big grin there and, and face yeah. of his on the screen. Uh, he's being retained. So as we said, so they in terms of the paces, Pat Cummins, Scott Bolland, uh, Josh Hazelwood, Mitchell Stark, and Michael Nisa. Then you add in Cameron Green, that's six. So that's what I was saying. It's a big difference, right? Yeah. And they're high, high quality, all of them. Um, I mean, Cameron Green's swinging the ball away from the right-hander at 90 miles an hour, so and he's their all-rounder. He's basically there for Himashraf, but on steroids. Um, <laughs> so, and then you've got the rest of them, which, uh, which are interesting, of course. Uh, Marcus Harris retains his place after, I think, you know he got a score... Uh, towards the end of the Ashes, so he makes a claim uh, to hopefully try and nail down that spot, although he's struggled, obviously got dropped in one of the tests. And Ashton Agar, the spinning all-round, has come in uh, because, as we said, that some of the pitches may turn, uh, given it's subcontinent, you'd expect some of them will turn as the days go on. Ashid, your initial thoughts? Um, I just want to add on something you said, and then I'll talk about the squad. Yeah. Some, something that is a misconception about Pakistan, because it's the subcontinent, everyone assumes yep. it's going to be like India or Bangladesh or Sri yeah, Lanka. Exactly. It's not as spin. It's not as spin friendly as those three countries are. Agreed. It is spin friendly, and especially after day three, it's it's going to be quite a lot. But if you look at the Pakistan South Africa series, Hassan Ali was one of the best bowlers. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He, he was picking up wickets on day four, day five. Shaina Freely was bowling well. A lot of the Pakistani pace attack were bowling on uh, Ignorkia, and you know the South African contingent pace bowlers were bowling really well as well. So just that that's something to kind of keep uh, keep in mind. But that's probably why Australia have gone with six paces here. They're like, okay. We've got six potential options, including Cameron Green. In terms of spinners, they've included Ashton Nagar because of yeah. a chance that, oh, what if we play uh, uh, Lyon, Swepson, and Agar? Not going to happen. Highly unlikely. But as a potential option, oh, what if we bring in Agar as our second or third spinner? Because I, I would love to see Mitchell Swepson play. I th- I've seen him play yeah. uh, a bit in the, Sheff- in, in the Sheffield Shield. And there's two leg spinners in the world that I'm really excited about playing red ball cricket are Mitchell Swepson and uh, Matt Parkinson for England, right? So, like, in terms mm. of the young players. So, yeah, it's, it's great that... You... Well, he's already playing, isn't he? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, I think those are great inclusions. Uh, very 
excited to see that they've kept someone like Josh Inglis in there. So mm. I know he's making his debut against Sri Lanka yes, uh, tomorrow as well as uh, in the T20s of the ODI. So it'll be great yeah, to see him yeah. in the uh, international setup. Hopefully he gets an opportunity. But I think Alex Carey is kind of there because he's more experienced. They're like, we're going to bank on him at least for a little while because yeah. he wasn't I'll supposed stick to with be him for a bit. One, right? Yeah. Exactly. And then we've got uh, Marcus Harris. Yeah, he scored a couple, uh, that 70 and like 30, 40 runs. So he's in the squad, but I see Khwaja and uh, David Warner opening up. Like, I don't mm. I don't expect them to go with Harris uh, to open up here, especially because Pakistan might just bring in spin around the 15th, 20th over. And Harris isn't the greatest against spin, while Usman Khwaja against spin. And against Pakistan... He's got a pretty damn good record, right? So I think that mm. that kind of makes sense. And uh, yeah, in terms of Australia squad, again, this is probably one of the first times where I've been happy with the Pakistan squad and the touring team squad. So <laughs> this is their best. Like this is genuinely this their, is their full best strength side. team. Yeah. yeah, and it's great to see their best side touring. And I can't wait to see Labu Shane and Steve <laughs> Smith batting with Shaheen running in and potentially half-filled crowd because of you know COVID. But like. I, I want things like that to happen in Pindi, in Lahore, in Karachi, like wherever they're playing. I want stuff like that to happen because that's my memory of 1998. Shoaib running in to freaking Steve Waugh in, <laughs> in, in Pakistan. So like you, you keep those memories. So yeah, very yeah. excited about that. Again, I just want to mention one player here, uh, which is uh, Michael Nesser. I, I, again, yeah. he played a game in the, uh, in the Ashes earlier yeah. this year and uh, he looked good. Again, I don't expect him to play, though. I think Cameron yeah. Green has solidified that all-rounder position at number six. He's batted okay as well. He's batted aggressively. He's batted with uh, with uh, uh, some sort of straight-mindedness as well, content. So it's good. It's good. And uh, yeah, freaking Australia looks great. Let's hope uh, Justin Langer's exclusion doesn't uh, tamper with their mind too much. Unless it does, and then Pakistan wins, and then we'll happy. So, you know, let's see how it goes. Now we're going to spank them. 3-0. No, I'm drinking. <laughs> I hope so. But I don't see it. I, I'll tell you. The I'm truth joking. is, I'm expecting a, a, a drawn series. I think there's going to be a draw in one of the games. And Australia's going to win one. Pakistan's going to win one. Uh, that's my early prediction. But knowing my predictions, I'm probably going to be wrong. 3-0 no, Pakistan. Um, <laughs> that's my prediction. <laughs> that's my prediction. I'm going to stick with it. Um, I just think they haven't toured in so long. Uh, but it, look, to be honest with you, if anyone's going to win, if any Australia squad in the past, as you said, 10 years is going to win in Pakistan, it's going to be this squad. I mean, they've got yeah. a really, yeah. really strong squad. They're coming off the the confidence of winning the Ashes, uh, the T20 World Cup as well, and no one expected them to win. Yes, it's a different format, but relatively similar conditions in the UAE. Uh, yes, not all the players transfer, but still, like the confidence is there. Yes, I understand the Justin Langer situation, but again, a lot of the players didn't want him there. That's why he's not there, let's be honest. So uh, they'll be happy about that. Uh, so it just seems like starting anew, starting fresh, and Pat Cummins looks like he's got the bit between his teeth and he's also uh, got respect from the dressing room. It's going to be an interesting series. A um, couple of questions on some of the players then and how you think they're going to go from the Australian point of view. Uh, you mentioned Labashain and Smith. Smith hasn't been in the best of form. Labashain's been in, in pretty good nick, uh, though. And coming into Pakistan, Smith is normally a very good player of spin. Labashain, not bad himself. Uh, obviously, we said it's not going to be the biggest turners, potentially. But how do you think they fare in Pakistan, Labashain and Smith? 
they've got unique and unorthodox techniques which work pretty much everywhere uh, so far. Uh, I haven't seen them play in Pakistan in a test match, so this will be a challenge for both sides. Uh, there was an interview with Labishain where he was talking about, you know, I want to bring cricket back to Pakistan. I want to be in the center stage batting in front of uh, a jam-packed audience against the best bowlers that Pakistan can produce. So, yeah, it'll, it'll be good to see. I think Steve Smith's I keep saying this about Virat Kohli, so I'm probably going to say this about Steve Smith as well. Yeah, He's going to come back and score some like ginormously huge runs when he gets back into that type of nick. Steve Smith didn't look the greatest, but sometimes he did look uh, look pretty good in the Ashes, and then he got a really good delivery, and then he gets out. That's yeah. something that could definitely happen here. You know, Shaheen Afridi, with the type of bowling he has done over the past year, year and a half, Cricketer of the Year. We have to keep talking about this. Cricketer of the Year 2021. So he's definitely got something to prove. And uh, Steve Smith's going to try his best to prove to everyone that I'm still that amazing uh, at the top. There's, yeah. there's no comparison. Uh, and yes, his form has declined over the past two, three years. If you yeah. look at it. But he's just really, really good. And I, I don't expect anyone from the Australian setup Include these four players. I don't expect them to actually struggle too much. David Warner, Khwaja, Labushain, and Smith. I think really? players like Ed. I think players like Head, Green, Kerry. They're going to be the ones who are going to struggle a lot more uh, in these conditions. I actually think Warner will struggle. We'll mm. see. I don't think the conditions are going to be, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I think. But I agree with you. I think Smith is still uh, a really, really. Uh, Oh, he's definitely not a spent force. He's a big force to be reckoned with. But I think the issue that he has is I don't. Th- I think his best days are behind him. I think the same can be said about Virat Kohli as well. Um, look, I mean, they've had phenomenal, like almost Careers. ten years, yeah. like a decade yeah. of where mm-hmm. they played, and they're still going to be really good batsmen. They're not going to get dropped for X amount of years. No one's saying that. <laughs> but you know, they're, they're, their average years are. are most players good years so yeah um you know they will be good they'll still get runs but i don't think we're going to see steve smith get you know kind of back the way for example joe root did last year i can't see him having a, a year like that again um but who knows you know there's still a bit of time to go and we always see a kind of renaissance renaissances even sorry or talking about rejuvenated players even uh coming back from the brink uh what about people like mitchell stark i mean surely he's going to struggle in, on these types of pitches, they don't give huge amount of assistance uh, to seamers, especially because he's a swing bowler as well. Do you think he'll struggle? And will we see maybe Scott Bolland, for example, come in to rotate for him uh, rather than see Mitchell Stark? Yeah, I think Scott Bolland is going to get at least a game. And that rotation policy that Australia has, which they utilize really well, uh, they're probably going to uh, play Bolland in one of the games. You mentioned Stark as a swing bowler. But he also bowls 90 miles an hour. And yeah. pace on Pakistani tracks is very, very useful. So I, I don't think he's going to struggle as much as, you know, Mohamed Abbas would struggle. But he might, after the first 10, 10 overs when the ball gets pretty old, he's going to be crucial for the reverse swinging ball. Because after over number 45, he's probably going to start reversing. And that's going to be the challenge for the Pakistani batsmen and potentially the challenge for uh, the Australian batsman. Hassan Ali can reverse the ball. Shahin Afridi can sometimes reverse the ball. 
one of the reasons why they, uh, why they, uh, Pakistan might play Harris Rofe is because of the reverse swing factor. And then Australia, they've got Hazelwood, they've got Stark. Boland, again, I, I think Boland can do a bit of the reverse as well from what I've seen mm. uh, over the Ashes. So, yeah, man, it's trying to predict who's going to struggle or not is, is difficult. But Stark, after the first 10 overs, will be a bit on the lighter side in terms of what he'll be doing. But then when he comes back with the older ball, that's when he's going to be absolutely crucial because we, we talk about the tracks in Pakistan, but dude, it's going to help the paces to an extent. It's, if I, if I recall correctly, it's going to be a kookaburra ball. Australia is used to playing with the kookaburra ball. They know how it works. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be kind of dusty in certain stadiums as well. Uh, yeah, it's, th- this series is probably the most awaited series for me. This entire year doesn't matter about the T20 World Cup or anything. This is what I was genuinely looking yeah, forward to, same. and yeah, very happy uh, that you know they've got their best side. And Stark, being the brilliant bowler he is, he could get injured, right? He could, mm. and then back, and then uh, Australia have to play someone like Michael Nesser, right? And they have to play other players that they weren't planning on playing. I'm really you hoping, know, I'm, I'm really hoping for these situations. I can, I can see it. So, where is the confidence, Austin? <laughs> you know, I said yeah. when when yeah. I when I heard the tour get announced, the first thing I said, I think it might be to Aaron or someone else. The first thing I said was, I really hope they don't. I really hope they bring their full strength squad. Because we're going to spank him. <laughs> That's what I said. Wow. So, we'll that see. confidence is something I don't have yeah. ever in Pakistan. But oh, yeah. that's good, man. That's let's let's hope. Let's hope it's a good it's series. So hard to win away from home. We've seen yeah. it with everyone over the and last three years. It. Yeah, over the last three, four since 2017, winning away from home has been almost impossible. Yes, some teams have done it. South Africa, Bangladesh, right? New Zealand. Yeah. Well. I didn't believe like that. Oh my god, that's a video for. Is that, how the what? Oh man, they didn't win the series though. They t- drew the series. Um, Ooh, yeah. Really, biggest upset of all time. Is that really? Cricket. Yeah, that's cricket. I think. Wow. Yeah, how, that was, that well, was, they didn't anyway. have Kane. They didn't have Kane Williamson. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To finish up on then, let's. Uh, Going to quickly give you eleven for Australia. Yep. So we've got uh, Warner, Khwaja, Labuschagne, Smith, Head. Green, Kerry, Cummins, Stark, Lyon, Hazelwood. That like Australia's team is the easiest to make for me. Yeah, I've got the same yeah. to be fair. Yeah. I think it's, it's difficult to, as I said, like they might put in Harrison there for the first test match, maybe, and then he doesn't get any runs. I think that's probably predictable. And then <laughs> Kawaja comes in. Sorry, Marcus Harris, if you're listening, you're probably not. And, um, look, I mean, I, I can imagine Ashton Agar getting a game at some point, same with Scott Bolland as well. Uh, but yeah, Mitch Swepson as well. Mitch Swepson. Yeah, Good, I like, can't see. Like... I can't see Mitch Marsh getting a game unless somehow Cameron Green has a horrific yeah. like, first test, and they just need yeah. a stopgap in there for a couple of tests. And Josh Inglis is in there for cover. Let's be honest. So for Alex Carey. So um, yeah, it'll be a really interesting. Season. I'm so looking forward to. It. Of course, uh, not too long to go. Just under a month, if I'm, or just yeah, oh, about a month a anyway. Month. Under yeah, a just under yeah, a month. Fourth, so. fourth of March. Fourth of March. Yeah, so very much looking forward to it. Uh, thanks very much, guys, for tuning in as well. Uh, do remember to uh, like and subscribe to the channel, Quality Shot, and also to a quick for us 2.0. If you're watching on our audio and Apple Podcasts, you know, all those. Yes, we're good. watching on the audio podcast. Yes, yes, if you're watching, exactly, or listening, <laughs> exactly. Well, you can technically watch on Spotify now because uh, there's video versions, but. Uh, wow. Yeah, on Apple Podcasts, yeah, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor, Google Podcasts. Do give us a subscribe, follow, whatever 
the best medium is on there because they're all different. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much, guys. Stay safe and well. Thank you, Usher, as always. Of course. Happy to be here. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, bye. <laughs>